No one knows better than me how monotonous and boring recertifying your BLS and ACLs can be, but not with Surefire CPR. They utilize a team of passionate instructors with real-world experience who are currently working in the field. No more outdated retirees trying to tell you about how they did in the 1980s or soccer moms who just got their BLS card last week. Surefire CPR offers a wide range of classes on days, nights, and weekends to fit your busy schedule. You'll get your recertification and card in the same day. Get your BLS research, learn about rhythms in an EKG class, get your LA fire card, or take pediatric advanced life support. They have four separate offices spreading throughout Orange, LA, and Riverside counties and offer hundreds of classes per month. Register for a class today at surefirecpr.com today and use promo code HTW10 for 10% off now. That's HTW10 for 10% off at surefirecpr.com. As firefighters, nurses, and emergency medical professionals, we can lead extremely stressful lives. I know one of my favorite things to do to clear my head is to get lost on a trail somewhere, but I always bring the right fuel to get to the top, and that's where True Wild comes in. True Wild is all natural and includes nothing but high-quality, handcrafted ingredients to help optimize your performance during any challenge in the great outdoors or in the gym. With amazing products to help you enhance your energy, like motion, or recover your sore joints with their signature turmeric and curcumin blend, True Wild helps elevate my athletic performance. Regardless of what kind of athlete you are, they have the product for you. Yoga? Get your mind right with their adaptogen blend. Endurance athlete, get a delicious sip of their watermelon lemonade hydration complex. Use the promo code 15WILDWALL for 15% off. That's 15WILDWALL at TrueWild.com. Stay wild. Hey, Welcome to another episode of Holding the Wall. This is Mike V, <laughs> aka Dirty Mike. Good job, dude. That was, that really was good. good. That was good. Sounds like Love Line. <laughs> so we got a quick episode for you guys, and we're going to talk about diabetes. 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 Testing medication. I don't know why some. I, I brought this up. A friend from work asked us to do it. I was like, ah, all right, fuck it. Diabetes, it is. I guess so. But. You said you had an interesting re- Ryan. You would like? Would you like to uh, lead us in with that? Oof! All right. I As had to write these down. Notes. Um. Yeah. <clears throat> so, like I say, like for so at my job, we don't really get high acuity patients, but uh, we've been getting some sick ones lately, not even COVID related. So, like one was a twenty-nine female for back pain. Hmm. Um. Once again, it wasn't my patient, but I was just walking through the department. And I saw a bunch of doctors like outside the room, like consulting because it was in the the COVID area. So okay. they're like outside the negative pressure room and like, whoa, what do we do? This and that. And she looked fine. I mean, she was on non rebreather, but otherwise looked fine. And then from three hours later, they were coding her. Damn. And then she didn't make it. So that escalated quickly. Yeah. So I was like, what just happened to this lady? So apparently she comes in for uh, back pain, and then. How'd it go? So, I say, from, are you okay? Do you need some consolation? No. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting, I thought you are getting emotional right now. No. Are you okay? No, I'm trying to uh, tell the story straight. So she came in for back pain. The only history was uh, she has thrombocytopenia. Oh. So low platelets. But she looked fine when I walked by and everyone said she, she looked okay. And then they had her prone or she was laying prone on her stomach. And when and the nurse came in, she was altered. So then that's when they moved her to the room to get intubate. Yeah. And then, so she was intubated. And then all of a sudden she went into a tonic clonic seizure. And after the tonic clonic seizure, like 
coded and then they worked her up for I think I heard they did like ten rounds of Epi. Yowza. Yeah, they did they did a long time but never came back from it. So they were thinking it was uh she went into DIC from th- from thrombocytopenia. No shit. Yeah. I actually I was I don't know if I told you this or not, but I wanted to do a whole episode dedicated to DIC because I find it so fascinating. Can we do a whole episode on DIC? We're doing a whole episode on diabetes and it's fucking so. boring. So <laughs> yeah. here we so, are. So I mean, because they they were able to work her up, so the first CT of the head was negative. It was normal. Yeah. But they think that she developed a bleed and she didn't make it, so there wasn't you know some post ROSC CT. <laughs> but she probably bled in into her head. That's what causes a tonic-clonic seizure. And then no shit. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. So there was that. What was the other thing that happened? Oh, wasn't as sick, but I had one of my regulars. She has well goes with the episode has a uh, diabetes and cannabis abuse and uh some type of co- like conversion disorder but like always comes in for diabetes uh gastroparesis mm. so uh she's always coming in vomiting and you know you test her urine and she'll be test positive for like thc but anyways so she, last time we i met her it wasn't my assignment we had to have a sitter on her because she's always like she wants her head in the toilet she always wants to stay in the bathroom for like hours <laughs> that's annoying Dude, just won't stay in bed, just won't listen to you. Hard stick, too. But, um, so I had her this time. And we had her in a a secondary COVID area where it's negative pressure, but we have like the construction plastic with the zippers. You know what I'm talking about? So after a couple hours, she's like waiting at the plastic, bends down, opens up the zipper. And I was like, nope, back down. You know, like stay back in the room. And the next thing you know, she's like poking her fingers through the plastic. Oh my God. What is she, a child? Jesus. Dude. It was so annoying. And so, like, we we keep ordering. Dude, I gave her six milligrams of Ativan, 50 of Benadryl. We gave her Haldol IM and, like, nothing. She went to sleep for, like... 20 minutes? Yeah. About 20 Good minutes. Lord. So. That would hundred- knock me out for a week. Give her 100 yeah. grams of bubble wrap. Throw that in there. Don't put <laughs> But it was just that one. Just, like, that was more psych. But I was like, all right, Dave. No, you already told me we wanted to do this episode. But I was like, man, Dave diabetic gastroparesis plus uh what do you call it cannabis abuse yeah so then you get the hyperemesis uh-huh whatever syndrome Cannab- cannabinoid <laughs> yeah i've heard of that but i haven't really seen it so it, it's just they're just like always throwing up or even like dry heaving sometimes they say a warm shower will yeah I think will help. You told me about so that's that. one of the you sit in a warm like, bath or something warm bath or something like that and if it helps with the symptoms that's like another telltale sign but hmm yeah. What about you, Mike? How was your week? Uh, good, good, good. Actually, checked a lot of temps. Met up with you guys, so it's uh, even better. Hey, I'm all about it. Um, my, I'm trying to remember my week. It was pretty. I think uh, it's pretty benign besides two calls. Um, we had one fatality uh, ejection, like TC single vehicle TC with ejection, and this kid just got like launch 30 feet and i was telling you before we started but like you could actually see where his head initially hit this oh fuck all right cheers cheers it's a new thing mike whenever you hit the boom you have to cheers god damn it that's two the- <laughs> uh well not the process one more don't hit it a third time i was trying to bring the can under and it bumped didn't there reason why i put these foam things on the springs but since the last month yeah, they they just fall right. off, yeah. and hey, life happens. Uh, anyway, so this kid got launched, 
But uh, my chief was like, I don't want to say he was chuckling, but he like pointed out, he was like, hey, look at this. It's kind of crazy. You could see where his head initially hit the ground because there was like a streak of skull and like skin tissue in the cement. And then he was, he his uh, body had landed like 20 feet from there. That's so crazy. And there's just like a trickle of blood that kind of went the expanse of that distance. It is pretty gnarly. I think he like cartwheeled. Yeah, yeah, head first. Oof. Yeah, it was no good. So yeah, he was he was initially uh, DOA, but then uh, so it kind of got me thinking about it. Was um, we had another call for an altered patient, and uh, apparently the daughters had found him in his house. And he was sitting on the couch, unresponsive, and he was a diabetic. Checked sugar is twenty. We're like, okay, we'll just uh, give him some sugar. Mm-hmm. Start a line, give him some D fifty. Um, and sitting there for a second. Oh, you know, sometimes it takes some time for him to get him out of it. Give him a little sternal rep. Nothing. We reassess blood sugar is like in the two something sternal rub. Nothing. I'm like, man, he's still super out of it. He had like some vomit on his shirt. Yeah. And in his mouth, we like check his airway. It's clear, but you can kind of hear some rattling in the back of his throat. Oh yeah. <clears throat> I'm like, fuck, maybe he aspirated. So we load him up get him over there and uh i guess they put him on our the transporting medic um put him on around breather but once he started doing that you could hear him like rattling a lot oh he did he really hear the wrong kind like oh so something else happened maybe he like aspirated was hypo uh um hypoxic yeah, yeah. and now he's just, he's a little more fucked up than they anticipate or then we, we would have thought from him just having a low blood sugar uh, i guess in the first like five minutes they intubated him and checked him out and stuff but yeah other, like so we checked the sugar and his vital come back fine his initial uh room air stat was low like 88 so we threw him on some oxygen checked the sugar tried to fix that and just nothing would kind of bring him out he's like gcs was three the whole time we're like damn eesh, don't really know what's going on we didn't we didn't have any follow-up either but when it comes to the the diabetic you think it's gonna be any quick easy fix but that was one of the ones we we're like uh hey buddy come on wake up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it would really help me if you just wake up in ama so we can get the fuck out of here but Oh, yeah, he's he's yeah. he's gonna stay. I'll make you a sandwich. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh, it was a bummer. So, yeah, that was pretty much my week. It was nothing crazy. Well, the guy cartwheeling with his face first was kind of crazy, but Excessive I was gonna say, was that was that uh, like on the freeway or no? Uh, no, it wasn't. How fast do you think it was going then? He had to go. He was going pretty fast. So he it was uh, one of our main thoroughfares, but um, it looked like he was hauling ass from a side street onto that main thoroughfare hit the median, he might have rolled and just no seatbelt, got tossed from his car. Oh, so he made a turn and probably understeered out. And oh, and he must have been hauling ass on oh, the wow. turn. Okay. Because there was a big old streak in the road and he went flying, so. Yeesh. No alcohol on board. I didn't I didn't taste test his blood, but <laughs> not that I... Well, we have to wear the fucking N95s on every call. I can't smell anything. Oh, yeah, you're two-month-old N95s? <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, yeah, my two-month-old. Jesus. It's been downgraded to N93. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, that was pretty much it. So, diabetes, diabetes, mm. the sugars, <laughs> sugar <laughs> diabetes. God. Every time I think of diabetes, I always think of that fucking old man on the commercials with the big mustache. He was in Cocoon. <laughs> Who's that old guy? Was he? he? Looks like an old walrus. He does look like a walrus. Oh yeah. <sighs> Man, if you Who is he? Diabetes. Is he the actor? Yeah. Well, I didn't Wil- know. That. I thought Brimley. he was just the diabetes guy. His name is Wilford Brimley. There you go, Wilford Brimley. That is right. Oh yeah. Um, I can barely. <laughs> I got diabetes and a little bit of COPD. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't know if it's from this big old mustache, but uh, if you need diabetes and diabetes medications, diabetes <laughs> testing supplies, a little thicker, but yeah. Do you th- do the catheter commercial too? Boiling yeah, cats? Like- Never mind. That's a gross <laughs> one too. That's a gross one. So, okay. Uh, All right. Diabetes. You can start it because I want to say when you texted me like we should do a diabetes episodes. Like I fucking hate diabetes. All right, all it was right. the so, of nursing school. Pretty much what we're talking about is the pancreas. Yep. All right, and in the pancreas they have some endocrine cells called the islet of Langerhans. For initially discovered by a doctor, I think from Germany, named Doctor Langerhans. Doctor Islet. <laughs> <laughs> And there's a few different types of cells in this little area. There's alpha, beta, and delta. And those will secrete insulin, glucagon, and somatostatin. One is to allow your body to use sugar. The other is to increase sugar. And the other one is to stop both those from being secreted. So the somatostatin stops endocrine secretion. So in type 1 diabetics, that area is just dog shit. So like, and their insulin isn't secreted. So their their key for sugar to be used by the cells isn't present. So sugar just floats around their system until it gets too high and they get sick and then they're in big trouble. So most of the time with our type one diabetics, the ones who have the shitty pancreas, it's discovered when they're kids because their pancreas doesn't work and they need to get on medication early on. So that's the early onset type one is not brought on by a shitty diet or being fat. And that's one of the big discerning factors between the two is like when you see a skinny person who's a diabetic, you're like, this person probably is a type one diabetic. So that's that's the kind of the easy way to think about diabetes. It's nothing crazy. Um, type one, those are going to be the insulin dependent diabetics yeah. because they don't secrete insulin. And so they need um, insulin. So that's why you have to inject it. Do you want to talk to us a little about Metformin? Ooh, no. <laughs> okay, I guess I'll talk a little bit about it. You can talk about it. You mean uh, Metformin, uh, George Foreman's brother? <laughs> Boxer? Because he's pretty thick. I mean, is it a brother? Boy. Metformin? Didn't he have a. Okay, no, no. I'm just completely So, that up. Metformin, uh, I didn't know too much about it as far as how it worked and everything, but uh, it increases your sensitivity to insulin. So, um, what insulin that is in your body for type 2 diabetics? It makes it more efficient, so it actually allows you to utilize the insul- the, the little bit of insulin in your body. Because type two diabetes is uh, uh, you decrease insulin sensitivity, so your body needs more insulin circulating in your bloodstream to actually utilize to get the sugar in. So um, metformin actually helps to, to to decrease that threshold, and then allows your body to utilize the 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 insulin. So allegedly, it's actually supposed to be a pretty effective drug for increasing lifespan too what so really? people are taking metformin who don't have diabetes to just increase and maintain youthfulness longer i've heard also it's used for uh to reduce weight and diabetics to uh to eat at the like the white cell the fat in the stomach so if you're usually male that has overindulged on beer so the beer belly and if you're not a true diabetic and you kind of that's all you really indulge in they've certain doctors do certain tests and go all right take this for about a month and that'll eat away maybe about 10 pounds 15 pounds and then really no shit 
That one I've heard of. Uh, someone told me that in nursing school, all the everybody was taking metformin in school to lose weight. However, oh my however, god! Yeah, because they were like they were studying and not going to the gym. I was like, what the? I heck? gained some weight during paramedic school. I'll be honest. We should have taken metformin. We didn't. <laughs> I should have. I I I blew up to like two fifty. What during medical school? Really? I was like two fifty. Doubt it. <sighs> you need to see these pictures, bro. <laughs> Got thick. <laughs> So, yeah, you don't frequently see patients on insulin and metformin. It's not super common. You usually see one or the other. Very rare circumstances, you do see both. So, uh, can I insert an edit edit break? So, maybe we could insert this. So, when me and Josiah were partners, we had a EMT that was a trainee. He went on to become a dispatcher. Yet, Oh, God. What? So, we were Josiah's training. What? Hobby Lobby, right? No, no, no. No, who was uh, uh Bald dude looks like Fester. Oh fuck! What's his name? He was the, so. Yeah, I remember what you're talking about, but I don't remember. So anyway, so <laughs> long gone. I, I totally forgot. Dude, it, we're posted right. up, and Josiah was working. I don't know how long he did for like two years. Had what like three jobs, and was going to school for like 18 units. And so Josiah, I'm gonna rack out in the back, and I go, okay, I'll be in the front. And so I was sitting there, and he was doing driver training, and he, <laughs> so I hear a noise. It's deet deet deet. And, Homeboy kept checking, like, what the fuck's that noise? So it's almost like I was listening to, like, a like the radio was on, and I don't know if you guys remember uh, Rock the Casbah at the end. There's a little... They remind me of that. Like, I was like, is that the radio? He kept on checking something. I was like, this guy checking his phone? What's going on here? Not really paying attention. But later on, we learned that he's a diabetic and he had an insulin pump, and that was his insulin pump going off. He didn't bother to tell his two paramedics... Hey, if I start acting weird, you <laughs> might need to fucking check my sugar. Oh. He didn't say anything. It was his insulin pump going off, and it was a little... Was it because it was out? And I was like, the fuck's that noise? Like, <laughs> So we learned on later on, he went to dispatch, and he a couple times he went down. Yeah, he had like hypoglycemic emergencies like twice. It, One in time, dispatch? Yeah, he was working. At, he us, like though. went to dispatch because they found out. And they're like, hey, I don't know if we can have you in the field. So he went to dispatch, and like, there was one time we came on shift. Were you, were you there that day when he like kicked open the door? <laughs> out of dispatch and there's a box of donuts he like ate like six and he's like oh my sugar feels super low <laughs> and he's acting like a fucking crazy person he like kicked open the door he's like oh good evening guys how's it going he's like all fucking wild-eyed and shit and we're like are you okay and he's like did he leave my blood sugar's low and he like shovels down a donut and then he has another one and he has one more and then takes another one fucking dispatch i'm so, like uh okay dude. but at a certain point i'm like what are you what is that noise? And what do you want checking? to be a nurse? Uh, yeah. yes. And oh, then he, was, he, he was found down in dispatch once too. What? I guess the. Oh, like, I, uh, I want to say a unit was calling dispatch and like they wouldn't get an answer. They finally called the crew soup and then I think I want to say it was <laughs> had to go down and check. He found him like fucking down. <laughs> Found him down on dispatch. <laughs> he was like, oh, all dramatic. Uh, dramatic. There was like M and M's and Skittles on the ground. Like he went for the bowl and just tipped it over. Like, mind you, that was claw that one last <laughs> bit. Just, uh, there was over. a imaginary reenactment, by the way, that never oh, happened. God, I'm just dude. saying, that's what I would picture as him. Just he almost got him. I don't know why that guy drove me so so crazy, but he really, really did. Uh, he used to be obnoxious to me. Totally forgot about. He's kind of a prick. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of like well, uh, an unnecessary prick. I, I had to look over and go. What is that noise like? And then me and I were kind of. You have a fucking pager, yeah, like a drug pager? dealer. Like, what's your deal? Are you dealing e? Because I'll buy some. <laughs> maybe I don't know if I remember. I don't even remember if I asked him. Hey, maybe I just kind of figured it out. But are you kidding me? Maybe tell us <laughs> that. Yeah. No, there is no other, unless you have a pacemaker. But then, like, if somebody had a deep pacemaker, they go. Ugh! And they were next to me. I go. Well, 
Hey, man, uh, what's going on over there? Are you okay over there? Oh, don't worry about it. Just my uh, internal defibrillator. I'd go, maybe you should <laughs> tell. Is that going off right now? <laughs> maybe you tell two paramedics that you have that too. I mean, I could save you a trip to the ER if you don't want to go. So, yeah, when you have, uh, I was always taught in paramedics with that, yeah, that mostly adult diabetics can be very difficult. Oh, stubborn. yeah. Um, so, and I haven't encountered uh, only one other juvenile diabetic that's been on crew was actually she was a lovely lovely lady she was like hey just let you know i have an insulin pump so if i act a little weird then go for that and don't pull it out <laughs> please don't pull out my pump get this page right here <laughs> get out of here dr dre you don't need <laughs> so i maybe you should kind of uh, let people know your situation and uh, communication is very very important on the ambulance where do you go from there signs and symptoms so okay Kind of talk about how to discern between the two. Yeah. Oh, we go with the stupid rhymes. Cold oh, do you and, have a rhyme? Cold and clammy, give them candy. Warm okay. and dry, sugar <laughs> high. <laughs> sugar <laughs> high, sugar, sugar high. So that's warm and that, dry, sugar high, agitated. I like it. Yeah, honestly, that's that's one of the biggest things. Like when I walk in and I see a cool, clammy, yeah. confused person, I'm like, medical history, diabetes, perfect. Okay. So those people are the patients who took their insulin but then didn't eat or took too much or whatever the fuck caused it, but their blood sugar is low. So I have read some studies that D50 is actually bad for diabetics in those hypoglycemic emergencies. It's better to give them D10. Yeah. Because uh, that doesn't have that abnormal fluctuation in high and low and high. Um, that kind of causes some prolonged, uh, not disease, but like um, it kind of messes up their their uh, metabolism for like not just like a day but like several weeks oh really yeah it's, it's apparently not not very good for them oh. but my department's not huge on like sitting around waiting to hang a d10 over 10 minutes compared to like just giving an amp a d50 over 30 seconds you know so like so is it in the protocol i forget is it in the protocols for d10 or d50 that's no, just d50 oh. either or oh okay yeah so it's just give them sugar yeah. So right now our culture is to, hey, give them the sugar and then wake them up and then let them AMA if they want to kind of thing. So, And then just remember about these patients, if they have a long history of it, they got the whole the kink caboodle if you want to really think about it. Uh, they made the whole recipe with hypertension, your diabetes, usually high, uh, high cholesterol. So obviously when you start a line, you're thinking about giving any kind of intervenous dextrose they're gonna have poor vasculature so you're talking about a very brittle little balloon that you're messing with and you want to get larger bore iv right yeah yeah so you just want to worry about you know the blowing the site and kind of we're gonna start another one so and that's usually what happens and you might more or less uh, get some disciplined diabetics that go i I haven't you know i've been good i've been it's been like nine months what's happened within the past couple weeks Oh, I got a little sick. The flu temperature. I haven't eaten it. I'm not eating. My appetite's a yeah, little yeah. off. Or, yeah, yeah. Well, you want to dive a little deeper because, like, if it's not one of your regulars that you see frequently for this these diabetic emergencies, like, hey, what what is going on? Like, why? Hey, is there a reason that you took your insulin and didn't eat, or what's going on with that? Why did your blood sugar get low today? Yeah, me, the old lady had a blowout. I've been, you know, I've been sleeping on the couch. I'm stressed out, or it just might be little things that you really you want to ask and delve into and be the a real medical detective and kind of yeah. We might want to look into that because you've been pretty good i haven't seen you for a good year i remember you but you know um and for me i don't know why it is it's it's always like one the 1 a.m and it's like how do we end up out here i don't know he was just groaning and i woke up and you know poked him and he was sweating like crazy yeah right and you're like so uh well hold on a second he's sleep on the couch what uh once again the detective you guys been uh everything been okay here nothing been stressful maybe i especially now time with covid and everything uh the time's been tough the budget uh 
we've been fighting over silly stuff and you know it's been hot mm-hmm. so just really think about asking more questions if you can and i know just i mentioned earlier that you know in this, these hotter times, you get a little shorter. Everybody's shorter with each other. It's like, oh, yeah. why is it so hot in here? Why is it no, 81 degrees? Sh- super irritable. Like, it something about it just it was not my best self. And I was like, oh, fully like, aware of it. it yeah, and you're, because your CPU is like, uh, more fans, please. Fans, fans up, fans <laughs> Dude, up. Dude, <laughs> I did not like it. That's just so uncomfortable. Um, and I am impressed with the, the, the people that are super. They're kind of like, I don't feel nothing. <laughs> walking around with a beanie on still like dude what the fuck it's so hot um so i i i want to say about what you said as far as like your sight and stuff and when you're administering these medications like that is though one of the few medications where i'm like give a little drawback give a little drawback and just constantly assessing like is this site still good okay we're good keep going a little bit so you know do your due diligence with like making sure you i'm always a big advocate of like making sure you find a good site for an 18 yeah like if I have to, if I look at an arm, like oh, this one looks kind of tough. Maybe I'll, I'll look at the other arm, see if there's anything that's really popping out. And if I don't see anything, I'm like, okay, then I'll decide what's going to be the best site. But um, find a find a good site, and then also just really make sure that your site maintains as far as when you're administering it, your D50 especially. And, yeah, with these people, the history too. It's gonna be these uh, the real estate on this is not gonna be that great. I most people have already taken up the good sites if they're that. You know, they have that much of a history. Yeah. But, and it's funny when you do get a good, like, it's been about a year I've seen you, right? Yeah. You will kind of find something to, you know, get into and kind of, you won't see what we like to call um, uh, EMS or ER tattoos, where which is old adhesive, you know, old adhesive tape. And you're like, well, that's not going to be the area I'm going to. <laughs> When's the last time you were at the ER? And if you've actually had it, where are they? Two months? And you're like... You got adhesive still on your yeah, skin, right? man. Oh, Jesus, gross. man. Can't clean that up? Oh, no. No goo gone in the house? I'm just using an orange pill. Squeeze it. There's a little little orange oil there. It'll work. I've done it. It's just me, though. What? <laughs> so, I, I, I forget what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That's, That's what, like, what pretty much uh, goo gone uh, is. Like I guess oil. I got goo gone. I was like, is that safe for skin? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, you can also use, uh, take the little orange pill and, and you squeeze it. You never done a uh, orange kiss? No. When you're peeling an orange, you take a little thing and wait for your girl to turn her head and you take and you squeeze the pill in her ear and it goes <laughs> No, what's wrong what? with you? It's called an orange kiss. I've never heard of that ever. Uh, you, never, you never squeeze the orange pill and goes <laughs> no. no. I don't eat oranges. Well, well there's a giant bag of them right in front of you. That's why I'm giving them to you. <laughs> give it some away. You can give it to somebody right in their eye too. Take that, scurvy. <laughs> so Sidetrack. Yeah, that was a Yeah. Tangent. Signs and symptoms. Welcome back, Mike. Well, I was going to say, uh, for our hyperglycemic patients, that's usually going to be there. Any patient who's non-compliant with their meds, like if you talk to a family or anybody around and they're just like, oh, you know, it's, they're just not really good about taking their medications, those are going to be the hyperglycemic patients. Uh, so signs and symptoms, like, yeah, so uh, cool, clammy skins, alter level consciousness for our hypoglycemia. Mm-hmm. Anytime you have an altered patient, anyway, you should be checking their sugar just to verify that they're it's okay. Um, but if you have like a medication list or you see bottles around, you see things like insulin and metformin or gabapentin, something for neuropathy, yeah, yeah. those are going to be brought on by, by, by diabetes as well. So just be, be aware of those situations. For hyperglycemia, that's going to be a little more difficult to tell because like usually that's not going to be their primary complaint. But things like polyuria or frequent urination, uh, agitation, um, uh, what was it like, uh, excessive thirst. Get, what was the um, thirst? thirst um, uh, fruity breath. I was no. gonna say halitosis. It's not halitosis. No. It's not halitosis. I know. Bad breath. I know. I know. 
Wasn't there? There was a name for it. What is that fruity breath? Juicy fruit. Yeah, juicy, juicy fruit <laughs> breath. <laughs> and then the respiratory pattern. You guys remember that? Kusmol. Kusmol. Yeah. I'm checking. I'm gonna look up juicy fruit breath. Yeah, I've never heard. But name. yeah, they're gonna say it, it smells like um, acetone or or nail polish, like a hint of uh, nail polish. But I'm pretty sure there's a medical term for it. I don't see it. It just says fruity odor to the breath. Yeah. <clears throat> But then you know, always heard there's only like a certain percentage of people that can smell that. I, I've never smelled it. To be yeah, honest. I've, I've never been. It just says, "Be careful of ketones in the breath. They can be uh, indicative of DKA. They'll smell sweet and fruity to the breath." Like, all right. So there's no medical term for it. Nope. It's not halitosis. No. Fruity breath. Fruity breath. That's usually so. I've had two pediatric patients where they were brought in because they're like, "Oh no, no, my son is just." I am pissing a lot. Yeah. And it was like, he's always thirsty. And they were like, oh, he's got diabetes. Yeah. Like, oh, so. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, I haven't had a too many severe hyperglycemic patients, except for, uh, I told a story a, little, a while back now, but she was, uh, there's a bunch of problems going on. She was altered. She had meth in her system. When I, oh, Actually, well, let me just go back up. So we get in this house, and it's, it's one of those gnarly houses where we're like, oh, God, I don't want anything to touch me because I'm going to get the clap from it because it's just fucking <laughs> really gnarly. Yeah, just really nasty house. And uh, we find her and she just like, she shit herself. She's laying in it halfway in her bed and she's just GCS of three, not responsive. I'm like, oh, okay, fuck. So we start bagging her. So we get put her on the monitor as we're bagging her and all of a sudden we see her heart rate go from like 90 down to like the 30s. I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> like, please don't code. <laughs> so we start, you know, uh, we crank up the O2 and all of a sudden she kind of like comes back up once we start bagging her a little more effectively she gets the oxygen in her system she kind of stabilizes a little bit you know we have to put her onto a a, a tarp get her downstairs because she's obviously on the third floor walk above apartment complex of course and uh, we get in the back of the ambulance then she starts seizing we check her sugar just reads high i'm like fucking jesus christ this lady has a bunch of shit going on my radio port for that by the way fucking terrible it was the worst fucking <laughs> rate i i went to the mic and afterward and i was like hey that's why you know i'm really sorry that is the worst fucking report ever because she had so much shit going on as far as like she had a high sugar she was going bradycardic she started to seize and we had to give some fucking versed and then we started bagging her like it was just like one of those shit show calls yeah, yeah. i was like i don't know i was all over the place the and report, then we did and i'm super sorry <laughs> oh, shit. and she's like josiah it's okay i love you Thanks, Natalie. I, really appreciate that. <laughs> I need that after that fucking call. And sure, shit, we like drop her off. She apparently has been in there multiple times for similar issues. I'd never seen her before. It was my first time. And uh, I go back later and I talk to the nurse. I'm like, hey, what was that fucking lady's deal? She had a stroke. Her blood sugar was 2,230 oh. or something. It was like an ungodly high number. And it was like, it was only a couple, uh, like a hundred or 200 less than the all time high. Like the record for highest blood sugar ever recorded. I was like, holy shit. I didn't even know it got that high. Like that was a learning moment for me was like finding out this bitch's sugar was that high. I was like, I didn't know it got that high. Should she have been dead? Yeah. So she like had a stroke probably because her sugar was maple syrup. Um, Her sugar was high. She was on meth. It was just like a fucking shit show of a call. But yeah, it was uh, was super intense. uh, My you too. Diarrhea. And she shit herself all over the place. Um, (laughs) Yeah. To top it all up. So uh, if the patient does have like two small respirations, obviously body's trying to use that buffer system, trying to blow it off. But what else 
what other mechanisms is the body trying to use besides uh, the sign of excessive thirst and drink, 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 and then what do they do? They, they don't bother just drinking water. They go for the Mountain Dew because mm-hmm. they've been feeling like poopy the whole time. I have no energy. Oh, this Mountain Dew will give me some strength, just like Popeye. If I drink my green. This makes now, it that much worse. And then we, you, but maybe it should be the question is, post-coital, <laughs> what do you reach for? Because everybody's water. 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 I love Diet water. Pips, yeah. Water. Just give me a big old so if, gulp of water. If somebody goes for something else, I need some crystal light and, and some water. You're like, oh, you're a weirdo. You're yeah, like, you're you probably fucking kills people. That I think that's the main thing. And two, I've only done a while on stuff in the academy. You? Yeah. Yeah. And you it never was did water structure like, stuff in the academy. Was that? You never did structure stuff in the academy? We did, no, but the most was we did uh Fire control three. Uh, well, no, it was wild and was the most because we were out there for like like seventh hour. I was like, I didn't bring enough water. <laughs> and and the hot water was was pure. Oh, it was love. It was so love. Like oh, it's, yeah, yeah. I would. I, you will chug a hot bottle of water that's been on your side all day just because it's so thirst quenching. It's just yeah, like your mouth is dry. It tastes like soot. And just like shit. <laughs> It's dust in your mouth and it's gritty. He's like, oh, I'll turn this warm water in a heartbeat. Yeah. yeah. Then a warm Gatorade right after. You're like, oh, it's so good. (laughs) It's so so cold. It's so cold. And then when you have a cold one, you're like, oh, it hurts. It's too cold. (laughs) It it hurts my teeth. Can somebody warm this up, please? All right. Fuck. Uh, I don't know if we talked about anything. We did a little bit. But uh, Uh, signs, symptoms, fucking meds. Insulin. That's Pre-med. why I didn't want to talk about it. Dude, we learned so much insulin stuff in there. Yeah, well, tell, tell me about, a little about insulin before we find out. Well, apparently there's four types. Insulin. Did you know there's four types of insulin? No. Yeah, exactly. I didn't talk either. Me, I don't even care to know as an ER nurse. But so there's a there's rapid onset insulin, which is uh, also known as Lispro. It'll usually onset is less than 15 minutes and kind of controls your sugar for three to four hours. The most common one we give in the ER, um, just to if they come in for high blood sugar or if it was like a secondary finding. We'll give a regular insulin, which is a half hour to one hour onset, and, and it controls the sugar for five to seven hours. And then some of the ones you might find like at home or like part mm-hmm. of home meds would probably be like a NPH or long-acting insulin. So those have an onset of like one to two hours or one hour, uh, and then they can last up to 24 hours. That's like your long-acting. So a lot of these like super sick diabetics, they'll have to take a long-acting in the morning just so that it covers them for every per day. And then they'll take a... Fuck, I don't even remember... Like the regular before after meals, you know, the ones that they always check before and after yeah. meals. And, and then they might have like, I think you give like Lispo, Lispro or like Rapid for like the in-between checks. If it's still high, give a little bit of this, if it'll bump it down. Gotcha. But yeah, like I learned so much about that and I, it's like, I don't care about any of this because I'm not going to work on the floor, do unfortunately. Know, do you know enough about AO1C to talk about it? A little bit. Um, So like your normal values would be anywhere from, it's at a percentage, four to six percent. Right. Uh, If you're diabetic, it's anywhere from 6.5 to 8%. So um, this is the this is the marker that they will see to analyze whether or not you have diabetes. Yeah. So if it's prolonged over three weeks? Uh, Wait, what are you talking about? The, the marker? Yeah, or, yeah. So they check your AO1C. It's a good average they, for the past, it says 120 days is what I briefly Oh, three months. Three yeah, months. Okay, yeah. that's what I was like. Three weeks or I think yeah. three months. But so. you have to fast. So like make, you're not supposed to eat, what, 12 hours before that drop? Because right. it'll kind of skew it. Yeah. So you, yeah, you don't need anything for 12 hours. Check your A1C and it's a good average for the last three months. Yeah, A1C. Yeah. Uh, and then anything of what, over seven, that's when the, you have, you're A or diabetic, mm-hmm. sorry. Yep. And it's 7%? Percent. Gotcha. Yep. Bummer still. I know. <laughs> what we're talking about, it's genetic. And then uh, when is it, when's like the really bad level? Is it 9%? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, okay. The, like the high nine. score level? <laughs> <laughs> I'll backtrack on that. Uh, uh, yeah, so... Um, 
And that's one of the things I learned from my PA shadowings was A1C. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They ever mentioned, one of the PAs mentioned in past days, like, dude, once you get diabetes, that's like, it cascades everything else. Oh, it's so scary. Yeah. So it's oh. like once your body, well, his, I'm paraphrasing, but I remember he specifically was like, dude, once your body becomes like insulin resistant, dude, that's it. That's high blood pressure. And then that's like renal issues and, you know, nerve neuropathy. It, to me, it's one of the scariest things to acquire next to like a seizure disorder because yeah. that's just it's so debilitating. Yeah, it's like oh, okay, well, my fucking life sucks. <laughs> no, like, you know, it's such a bummer. So I did that goddamn twenty three and me. Oh yeah, and uh, I am predisposed to type two diabetes. It's I like, am too. I am so scared of getting it. It's and I have a bad, bad sweet tooth. Oh yeah, you do. It's horrible, <laughs> like a really fucking bad sweet tooth. So like I like. I don't know. I, I'm sure I'm going to get it at some point. I just need to like fucking keep it in check. Do you know like your out. grandparents and stuff like that? Do they have type They're two? all dead. I'm just kidding. No, uh, <laughs> Pretty much they are. Though. Damn, they killed uh, the so, momentum here. <laughs> I get it on both sides of the family. So I'm See, that's why I was scared. curious. I, yeah, so. You have diabetes? <laughs> probably. I mean, <laughs> I don't, but, uh, I'm all, fucking thirsty. Anybody else thirsty? Yeah. <laughs> but everyone of my, both my parents have diabetes and my mom lasts to 83. My dad's eighty-eight, and he's he's got diabetes. So I'm a long haul baby. Not on dialysis or anything. Oh, my dad. <laughs> uh, yeah, if Cohiba makes it, but <laughs> when I left, he was smoking a cigar. See, that's what's like that. The idea beyond dialysis is, what is scary to me. Like that sounds terrible. Oh, well, now yeah. you have cousins. Yeah, that that's wrong. But a certain age, I've in their fifties, but. Well, I mean, we all see it. It just wipes you out afterwards. Like you- it, it consumes a huge portion of your day. Every other day, it wipes you out after. Yeah. There's a bunch of potential negative impacts to it, like bleeding out or getting a fucking, uh, some kind of infection or our fucking dialysis center has been a cesspool for COVID. Like, it's just, uh, it's shitty. It sucks. You ever have gnarly shunts in your arm? Oh, yeah. Tape on your arm all the time. Hard pass. Speaking out of adhesive. (laughs) What? You talked about adhesive for like 20 minutes, dude. Like, all right. Anyway. (laughs) You guys didn't want to say anything else? Um, okay, how about we, real quick, we go over... Um, I want to play some more fucking VR before I have to go All right, to we'll, we'll do it, but hold it real quick. So, original uh, testers of diabetes, people would taste it. And then, from That's what right, I heard, yeah. That's is, um, taste un, their piss. Un, undiagnosed would be... Um, really? Messy urinators, especially males. The ants would gather around the toilet to feed on the urine. And uh, what I researched within the past couple months is sometimes that people have diabetes and it's severely high is mold will grow on the inside of your toilet if you don't flush it often enough. I don't know if you... Really? Yeah. Blood, like nice ring of black Sugar, mold. I guess. Yeah. Huh. So there you go. That's what I know. What were some of the... Oh, if if you're going to DKA high enough, you go to insulin drip, you can't give it too fast, otherwise it causes cerebral edema. Mm. Not because they made a mistake, just because someone told me that. I found it fascinating. <laughs> Well, because I asked, I was like, why can't we just give them some like insulin to drop their sugar and then send them up to like telly or something? And they're like, they're like, no, 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 you can't, right? You can't drop. One, the body doesn't react well to like a sudden drop in sugar, and then apparently it causes like a fluid shift, and you'll get cerebral edema. Hmm. Yeah. Bottom line is, don't get. I haven't diabetes. seen that, but then it results in hypertension or or the combination of high cholesterol, and then you start making nice mi cookie cholesterol. Wait, what hypertension? diabetes all those come together and then so from what i've i've known assessing a patient if i go so what's your history and they say you have chest pain they go i have hypertension high cholesterol diabetes i go well there we go uh that's yeah. probably it the, let's just get the do you guys know mellitus means honey in latin 
because they used to taste their dirty, sweet piss, and it tastes like honey. Wait, what'd you say? Diabetes mellitus. Mellitus stands for? In diabetes, or mellitus is honey in Latin. Oh, well, because Romans were using Latin and they just pissed Because those dirty each fucks other. used to drink their piss and be like, oh, it's too sweet. Just because they were human decanters. Yeah, they probably, <laughs> yeah, they probably went for the All uh, right, on that note, <laughs> let's just call it a night. Golden right, shower in your eyes. I hope you guys learned a little bit, uh, <laughs> if nothing more than mellitus means honey in Latin. All right, catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye, con Dios. Ah, oh, so good. All right, thank you for listening to Hole in the Wall. Like us at YouTube, Instagram, or iTunes. Feel free to contact us at holdingthewall at gmail.com or DM us at Instagram at holdingthewall. Thank you to our sponsors and support us on Patreon for extra content. Hope to see you soon. Toodaloo, motherfuckers.